This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Cross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Coming up in our next segment, we will have John Daigle sharing his favorite prop plays for Week 15. But for now, let's get back to the games, and let's start with the Bears and the Browns. Cleveland, three-point favorites at home with a total of 38-and-a-half. Joe, what do you like here? I'm kind of surprised that we're still sitting at three. I know it's a number that it's really tough to get off of, that you need some truly impactful news if it's going to bump either way. But I, just based off the info that we do have, I am a little surprised. Now, on the Bears' side, DJ Moore, has been he was limited yesterday. So, I mean, that's potentially a big one, especially if you look at the game that he had uh, over the weekend against the Lions. And he bothered – he got hobbled with his ankle during the game, but he returned in the game. So, I, I think he's going to be fine in this matchup. The Bears are playing well, playing their best ball of the year. Uh, last five games, they have not uh, failed to cover here. I say that because they're 4-0-1. There was that push against the Carolina Panthers. I believe that was a, a Thursday night game. They were an over team to start the season, and now their defense is playing so strong that they've become a big under team. Uh, total 38 and a half, you mentioned that. Uh, look, my initial reaction on this uh, spread with the with this matchup of the teams and the way the Browns have been playing was, well, I'm going to take Cleveland as a short favorite at home where their defense plays so much better. I mean, it is night and day. but this injury report has happened. It's been all bad news for Cleveland. Like You look at the offensive line that's going to be protecting Flacco. Who's left? The right tackle is out for the season. They got confirmation that the left tackle's out for the year. Their center has not been practicing this week. On the defensive side, it looks like they're going to be missing both of their starting safeties. Uh, this is this could be a problem. And, and the Bears defense is actually getting pressure on quarterbacks now ever since uh, they added sweat. So against a, uh, a, a an offensive line that's going to be built with backups, if I'm playing this game, I, I would only consider Bears. I With all of the injuries on both sides of the ball for Cleveland, it's going to be too much. And, you know, the running backs are beat up too, and Cleveland wants to run the ball, and the Bears have a pretty solid uh, run defense. So a lot of this is going to be on Flacco. Can he do it again? And I think he can, but this just seems like a lot to overcome. Like earlier mm -hmm. in the week, I really liked the Browns' side and what Flacco's doing. But now, you know, the more we talk about it, and you've been like spot on about the Bears lately, now I'm thinking, because like now that it, there's two and a half, I'm like, gosh, should I just bet the Browns? But I might stay away. What do you think about DJ Moore props? It seems like he is really um, flourishing with Justin Fields right now. Would you look at that? Yeah, I mean, the concern is he's he's not 100% healthy and it's a matchup against a tough team. So, I, you know, with all that said, I'm sure they're not posted yet, are they? Because he's no. I'm not sure if he's playing. I, yeah, I was looking right. at books individually. I can't find them. Yeah, the, until we get uh, some clarity on, on his status, we're probably not going to see much there. Hmm. I don't – I Brown's defense at home, I'm probably not going to be looking at, at Bears' offensive props. I would just play as probably a side. And I wonder, fantastic. too, like, okay – 
you know, with more probably getting discounted because of that matchup, if that does get posted, yes, it would be a mm-hmm. discounted number. And so maybe there's a little bit of value there perhaps, maybe. but I also yeah. think if the bears, if they're, if they're going to win this game, like it's not going to be because DJ Moore is leading the team and team air yard share. It's going to be more through diversifying the portfolio, so to speak, sort of throwing to other guys and uh, keeping these uh, inexperienced safeties guessing to me, that's probably how the bears would do this. But to go back to your previous question, Joe, about Joe Flacco and can he do it again, I'm having a hard time saying no. I'm getting impressed with him more and more by, you know, every time I'm looking at his film, every time I'm looking at key highlights, it's hard not to like what this guy is doing specifically in this Kevin Stefanski offense. And he's doing it with play action passing and throwing to the intermediate part of the field. You look at the last two weeks off play action, 295 passing yards and four touchdowns. That's more than any other quarterback in the NFL. And then you look at intermediate passes, 10 to 19 air yards. That's 196 total passing yards. And that is also number one in the NFL. So in terms of the key things that you want an offense to be able to do, move the sticks, use play action, keep linebackers guessing, the Browns are doing a really, really good job of that. And I don't know why that would slow down in a game like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why, why does it work? I mean, it makes perfect sense, right? Because they're a mm-hmm. run heavy team. That's what the, and the right. opponents have probably expected them to stick with that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's worked. I, I will add though, that uh, the Bears secondary is playing well, like Jalen Johnson's making money week by week by week. Sure. So I, I don't know that he's going to be returning. Um, So once they fought that group finally got healthy, they've, they've been looking good. Uh, it is, it's going so far here. Like people are actually having real conversations, even though they're the 13 seed, they're one back in the loss column from that seven seed. People are having like, wait, <laughs> can they, is the, it's not dead, right? It's so strange. Like going into last night, they have the fifth pick in the draft because of their record, but also the NFC is so soft. That if they go on some crazy run, they could, you know, leapfrog a bunch of teams. They're fourteen one. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, I'm not saying that at all, but it's just <laughs> we have to have the stupid in the hunt conversation. Let me ask you this: There's a prop that I'm looking at. So every time the Bears have one, Justin Fields has gone over this one eighty six and a half passing. I feel like if they're going to cover this or win outright, he's got to go over that, right? He's gone over it six times. I get it. The Browns defense, but doesn't that also seem so low? Yes. um, But wouldn't you just take the bears plus three instead? You're right. It certainly correlates. Yeah. If they win, he's going, he's going over that number. Oh, Unless it's one of the crazy rushing games, which is always a possibility. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking about them against running quarterbacks. There was that shootout against Baltimore, 33-31. Uh, what other mobile quarterbacks? Pass and then plus rush. They got, they got whooped the by one. the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be. 245? Oh, it's I mean, doable. DJ Moore's status is going to matter a lot. If more is like not at all hundred percent or not at all out there for whatever reason, then aren't they just going to run the ball a little bit more, which I think then you definitely, I think have to back the Browns minus three here because I I don't trust the bears Mm -hmm. offense just to be able to run and win a game that way. I I don't think that's Mm -hmm. really the the hand that they can play. 
Uh, by the way, uh, looking at Sumer Sports, Sumer Sports uh, playoff probabilities, the Bears mm-hmm. to make the playoffs is 5.4%. A lot That's of right. things That's have to break right. their way. Yeah, a lot of things have to break their way in addition to winning a ton of games. Like, they need a ton of help for that to happen. So I mm-hmm. guess it's still fun to talk about, and they are in the in the hunt graphic, but still. Uh, not happening. That, that's a no for me, dog. Uh, how about the Texans and the <laughs> Titans? Tennessee, uh, three-point favorites against Houston here. Total of 37. And uh, C.J. Stroud looks to be in concussion protocol still. In all likelihood, he's not going to get cleared, which means it's the Davis Mills show. And so are you going to watch the Davis Mills show? Uh, I don't know. It could be one of these funky games where there's – uh, it shocks us, and, it, and it's a close matchup. Uh, there's no reason to take the Texans right now, right? No reason. None. Because we None. we expect to get word today that Stroud is out and this number is going to move. So if there's going to be a three and a half or four available, why would you take the three right now on Friday morning? That that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah, Nico Collins, I, I don't know. He hasn't been practicing. So... Now Dell and him are probably out. Now now Brown was limited yesterday, so maybe he plays. Schultz he's been practicing in full, so he's gonna he's gonna return. That's gonna be big for Davis Mills. But man, this offense was so bad. I know it was a totally different game, totally different matchup going up against the Jets last week, but they couldn't get anything done. Now the Titans they were getting pressure while having some key cogs uh, on their front out um, in the Miami game. So how are they going to respond in a short week after winning in Miami, then getting back on track? And they're going to be at home where they've played very well this season. And now they have it's a completely different role. They're probably going to be laying more than a field goal. I have a tough time uh, getting to the Titans in this spot, guys. I mean, Will Levitz, baby. He's on a roll. He yeah. had his first comeback win. Exactly. He's confident. Mm-hmm. He's got his arm tat. He's ready to go. Got those I, veins popping. Yeah. I, I've not seen bigger veins oh. on, on a human in his spice up. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Veins. Big old veins. Try. Not varicose veins. I knew. I knew. I had to I had to go the extra mile because Aaron's giving me a look and Paul's in the chat. Like you guys are Dude. in the gutter. Oh the my Christmas God. season. What is happening? Yeah, right. <laughs> All Does right, he not though? Serving up some eggnog, Paul, in the studio. <laughs> like it looks like uh, when, when the defense is on the field, like he's going in there doing some bicep curls or something. Like they. Anyway, I agree. Show, he knows what off he's that doing. But there is no reason to back the Texans. I mean, I'm. I love this team, but I just don't. I don't want to bet props this week. I don't want to bet anything that has to do with this Texans team. Like it. Yeah. Kind of, they're in a bad. They're in bad shape right now. Isn't it funny how, like, we football nerds always want to watch the All-22 film so that we can see, like, how a defensive secondary basically took care of the offense, like, through secondary sacks and things like that? That's basically how the Titans beat Tua, right? Like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. really the pass rush. It's just that the Dolphins love those quick throws, and they just weren't there. And it got Tua out of a rhythm. Like, if he gets rid of the ball in less than two and a half seconds, then yes, you are in deep, deep trouble. Titans were able to contain that. And so put some respect on that defense name. 
And then when it comes to the Texans, like I actually think how Davis Mills performed last year is really pertinent because if the Texans have lost all of these key receivers or they're not going to be 100%, then Mm -hmm. this looks like last year's offense, right? And Davis Mills was terrible. How can you back him in this spot? Uh, The last couple games that they played when Davis Mills was the quarterback, they were very low-scoring games. I think the under 37 is just fine here. Okay. Yeah, I I can see that. Simmons and Tart not practicing for the Titans this week uh, could mean something, but I'm going to be off this game. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, John Daigle with his favorite prop plays for Week 15. That's right here on the BetQL Network.